Welcome to the Unstoppable Real Estate Agents Podcast. I'm your host and real estate productivity expert, Kim Hughes. Join me as we focus on real strategies and implement real solutions designed for you to achieve major success in your business and life while getting you organized. Hi everyone. In today's podcast, we are going to be talking about building a referral network. Now, when we talk about referrals, we we can talk about being past clients, businesses, community, etc. So we kind of want to break this down because I think that if you really look at who you have in your database and who do you know in your community, you could be building a very strong referral network so that you're not out there chasing all those leads that everybody says you need to find on social media or you got to pay for this lead or you've got to have this program to find a lead. So instead of going out there chasing leads, let's take a look at who's in our database and who do we know in the community that we can nurture those relationships and have them send you your leads, okay? So, you know, as we all know, referral, if you if you have talked to any agent that has been in the business for a period of time and they're very successful, they're going to tell you a majority of how they got to where they are is based on referral marketing, referral database, nurturing their relationships, etc. And as you are growing your business, so if you're a new agent, been in the business five years, eight years, you know, this is a really good way to start looking at it because you don't have that huge database to go back and look at. So if you are that agent that has been in the business more than eight years and you're starting to see that you're accumulating a lot of past clients, then you need to sit down also and figure out a strategy of how you're going to reintroduce yourself if you're not already talking to those past clients so that you can nurture that relationship to go forward and it be a meaningful relationship so that they will refer people to you. So let's just kind of break this down. So what I see when we talk about referral networking is our referral database, whatever you want to call it. Um, I always look at several areas of an agent's business and we always create a strategy based on that area. So we'll start off with past clients. So of course, with your past clients, um, you know, the minute that you close that contract, they should be in your past client database. They, you should already have them on that strategy, whatever that may be. And we'll talk about that here in just a few minutes. But if you haven't reached out to your database after the closing, then you need to kind of sit down and think about why didn't I reach out? What do I need to do to, you know, to, um, what's the word I'm looking for to nurture that relationship to make it better? Because these are people that have worked with you. So they know what kind of an agent you are. They know that you have the knowledge, the expertise, and the caring that goes behind it to help every client meet their needs. Okay, so what I want you to do is look at your past clients, come up with a strategy, pick up the phone, call them, ask them, you know, hey, I was just updating my database. I noticed I haven't talked to you in a while. You know, how are things going? You know, talk to them about them. Don't talk about you. 
because nobody really cares that you were number one in sales or number five in sales or you sold $20 million or you sold $2 million. Nobody cares. They care about the relationship. So then as you're asking questions, say, you know what, Joe? I just realized I don't have your birthday. When's your birthday? Everybody will give you their birthday. They may not give you the year, but they will give you the birthday. And then I want you to get off the phone. I want you to update the database and then strategize on how you're going to stay in touch with them. So this is where I'm going to give you some tips on what you could do. So every month there's a holiday. So you could do a little holiday postcard and maybe work with a local uh, merchant to give a discount. So maybe in let's say uh, February, Valentine's Day, you maybe work with a florist and they get 10% off. Um, maybe in um, March would be, you know, their St. Patrick's Day. You could do a lottery ticket, you know, mail everybody a lottery ticket. Maybe that would be kind of fun. April, you know, is spring flowers, getting ready for the yard, you know, things like that. So that could even just be tips, you know, maybe every month is a tip because maybe you don't have the budget to go do these things. Um, then offer them a tip every month, you know, so just make sure that if you send them something, it's something that they can relate to and that they will value instead of taking it and looking at it and throw it in the trash because we don't want that. So then you want to put them on your monthly newsletter. So now if you think about it, you're sending out a postcard each month physically. You're sending them a newsletter through email. So that's 24 touches right there. But we're going to take it further and we're going to make a phone call every quarter checking in. How you doing? Just thought I'd let you know what the real estate market's doing if you have any interest. Um, and by the way, who do you know? You know, do you know someone that would be interested in this information? I would be more than happy to share it with them, answer any questions that they may have. You see where I'm going with this? You're just getting in front of them and you're nurturing those relationships. So then, um, you know, always have them on an email sequence um, in addition to a newsletter because if they were a buyer, they need homeowner tips. If they sold, they're still a buyer, they bought a home, they need some tips on how to take care of their home. So you see where I'm looking is you could do a lot of things that could cross over and it could be very beneficial. And, you know, just send them emails talking about, you know, hey, it's now time you've been in your home for a year, check the batteries in your smoke detectors, you know, things like that. Good information always goes a long way and it stays with that person. Like, you know what, I probably would have forgotten to put batteries in my fire alarms if I hadn't gotten that email from Joe. So kind of do that and then make sure they get a birthday card and they get a home anniversary card. This is going to take some time. You're going to have to buy the birthday cards. You're going to have to address them and sign them and put a business card in them and mail them. But this will be so huge to your business because who sends a birthday card anymore? Hardly anybody. You may see somebody posted on social media or you may get an email, but to literally physically put a card in the mail that somebody can open and touch and hold, think about when you got one and how it made you feel. So there's another one, the home anniversary card. You know, you could even do a little pop by and, you know, maybe 
take them a thing of flowers. Maybe you give them a gift that they can have in the home. Maybe you can go on Etsy and buy a pillow with their initials and gift it to them. And then when friends come over and say, love the pillow, where did you get that? Oh, my realtor gave it to me. So you see, you think about what you're doing and how it can make other people feel. Then we're going to talk about um, strategies for your local businesses. So if you don't already have a vendors list, you need to sit down and create one. Who are the plumbers, the electricians, who's the landscaper, the housekeeper, um, the, the dry cleaner, who's the best car wash, um, who has the best eggs in town, you know. If you live in an area where there's a lot of farming, you know, it could be that you work out something with the local farmers that, hey, this guy has eggs, this guy has, you know, sweet potatoes, etc. And make something of that because nobody talks about that stuff right now. Um, that could go in a newsletter, you know, so you could say, hey, if you're looking for some fresh eggs, you might want to check out A, B, and C. Hey, if you're looking for sweet potatoes, here's some good places to get them. So these are local things that people will remember and then the people that are selling them will appreciate. And then that can come back to you because you might have mentioned the sweet potato farmer and he's going to come back and say to his friend, hey, call Joe. He, he's going to be somebody you want to talk to with your real estate. Everybody likes to be acknowledged and appreciated. So just keep that in mind as you build this strategy. Think about how you would feel if somebody, when somebody says, hey, call Joe, he helped me sell my home. When that person calls Joe, don't you think Joe is gonna feel pretty good that that client sent them a lead? Absolutely. But make sure that when they do close, you also give a gift to the person that referred the lead to you. Well, you should probably do that whether they did or not, but you know, at least to send a thank you card. So then another thing you could do with your businesses is now that you've created your vendors list, maybe you sort those out into groups. So for example, you have your stager, your videographer, your, your photographer. So those are three people that have something in common and then take them all out to lunch and have a brainstorm session, you know, like, I mean, wouldn't that be a great conversation to hear a stager and a photographer talk about how to stage the home, how to, how to photograph the home, what tips do you have? Well, what tips do you have? Well, what works for you? So you see there's conversation going, they're engaging because of you and they're going to appreciate that. And then the next time you list a home and you're calling that stager, she's going to remember that. And then she's going to have a friend that's going to either buy or sell. And then she's going to think of you. So see how that's all coming together. I hope everybody's on the same page with me. And then um, get involved in your community. You know, everybody should be involved. It doesn't matter what you want to do. Um, if you want to be the team mom of your child's little league football team or the cheerleader team, then go do that. Um, if you want to be involved on a bigger scale, then do that. You know, um, there is always opportunity in your community to volunteer. You've just got to find what speaks to you and do it and then make the most out of it but also engage with those people that are in that organization with you, get to know them and let them get to know you.
okay? It's not just always about the business to business. It's about the, the stay-at-home mom or the, the dad that's working from home or the grandmother that's raising the kids or it could be anybody. But when you're out in the community and you're involved, that's where you really get to meet the people. And you can hear what they're talking about, what's going on, and engage and become that community leader with all that information. Um, you know, it, it's always something, it's like, you know, well, gosh, I just hate to ask for referrals. You don't have to make it so obvious, but you could say something like, you know, hey, Sue, um, you know, you know I'm in real estate, right? So is there anybody you know that might need some real estate advice or are interested in what's going on in the market today? I'd be happy to share that information with them. You know, you're not asking right out front, hey, who do you know? It's who can I share my information with? I have all this wealth of knowledge. Who can I give it to? You know, so be very confident in how you do that. But also remember that if you get rejected and there's a no in there, or they don't know anybody, that's okay. It's not a big deal. They may not know that person right then, or that no may not be right now, but it could be in the future. And you know what? You just smile and carry on that relationship. But remember that when you are building a referral-based uh, business, that it does take the time and the consistency. So focus on what you are providing to your audience, to your past clients, to your businesses. You know, you're out there nurturing these relationships. You're actively reaching out to them, uh, seeking the referrals, but in a subtle way. And as you are consistently delivering the value and staying connected with that network, you'll establish a very strong foundation. And, you know, within no time, you'll see that a majority of your business is referrals. So therefore, you do not have to go out and spend the money on the ads and on the leads and um, count on social media and be dis discouraged because you may be listening to this person that says, oh, I listed four homes last week because of my so social media strategy. Okay, but you have a referral database and that's more important because people refer and then they refer and they refer. I have one agent that I know in my community that I think I have sent her probably five clients and she's closed all five. And that's a big deal. She's never sold my home. She's never helped me buy a home. But she is somebody that continually stays in contact with me where all the other agents, they don't. They just assume that if you want to buy or sell, you're gonna call them. That's not necessarily true. They're gonna call, they're gonna recommend the one that first comes to mind. And the first one comes to mind should be always be you. Okay, so I hope this information was useful. Um, if you have any questions about how to build a strategy with your past clients or your um, vendors, your business to business, we're here to help you. So reach out to us. You can always click on the link below to schedule a little 20 minute con con uh, complimentary call with us. And then um, let us know how you're doing. I would love to hear um, if you put this strategy in place, how you're doing. Because if you do it right now and you build it for the rest of the year, come January, you're gonna be ready to go. It's gonna be clockwork. But what you also might wanna remember, and I should have mentioned this earlier, is that try to do a client event every year. 
Now, if you have a small database um, or you have a small budget, you don't have to go out grand and be in debt. You could have a little gathering at your home, you know, have a little hamburger and hot dogs on the grill. Um, people love to get together. And then as you build, then you can build the event. You know, a lot of agents do the Thanksgiving pies. That's a huge hit. But you have to remember, you have to, you start small, okay? I have a client that I helped many years ago. I mean, probably 15 years ago. She had never done it. She was so on top of it. I mean, she put her heart and soul into it. And I think she had invited 50 people. She didn't have 50 past clients. She just invited 50 people. And I think 22 showed up, which to me I thought was great, you know. And now I think she has, oh, at least 300. So you see, you've got to start somewhere and build it. And don't expect it to happen overnight. But the more you nurture it, the more it's going to become more important. And then people are going to see that you are really a trustworthy and engaged person into their life. And it's not just about getting the next lead or the next buyer, the next seller, the next commission. It's you've got to put in the nurturing effort. And, and I know I repeat that a lot, but I think a lot of people kind of miss that sometimes because you get so eager, um, you kind of lose sight of that. So, um, you know, I know some great agents that have built some great businesses on just referral marketing. I mean, uh, referral networking. So kind of think about that. Look at your community, see where you can start. But the first place you start is looking at your database and start creating that, that past client database and maybe even put them in their own little category of called past clients and then decide how you're going to nurture them. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you walked away with some tips that you can immediately implement. And if you have any questions, we're here to answer them and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.